Welcome friends. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Lori Jorgensen, and my mission is to help you navigate your journey by showing you who you truly are in Christ and how to partner with him to achieve your God-sized dreams and make a kingdom impact in the world. Every week, we will dive into biblically rooted topics that will point you to Jesus in all areas of your life. So come and hang out as we dive into what God has for us today. Have you thought about starting a podcast, but you just didn't know where to begin? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to begin a podcast. I love this podcast platform because number one, it's free and it's full of easy to use creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, keeping it simple and user-friendly for anyone to use. Plus, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple, and many other platforms so that you get a diverse audience experiencing your podcast. And you can also monetize your podcast with no minimum number of listeners. Amazing, right? It's everything you need to start your podcast all in one place. So, If you'd like to hop on the podcast train, go download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get started today. So let's dive into today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 12 of Finding Freedom Through the Fire podcast. Can you believe we are in 2023? (laughs) Last year was a whirlwind and a wild roller coaster ride of emotions. Um, Some amazing and some not so great. Um, I will have to say that 2022 did not end in a positive manner, I guess, for my family. Um, We did have some sad events happen Um, at the beginning of December. My mother-in-law passed away unexpectedly, and it just seemed to have unleashed an ongoing attack on several levels. Um, Satan seemed to be working extra hard to break us and take us down. But the one thing I can assure you is he did not and will not ever succeed in that. Um, Many of us, due to the bombardment and, you know, of just the, the grief and the disbelief and the shock, um, the stress, the lack of rest, so many things that needed to be taken care of, though I will say she did an amazing job and gave our family such an amazing gift to have everything written out as to what she wanted. Um, they had just finished their planning their funerals and paying that off, ironically. Um, honestly, I don't think it was ironically. I think that uh, there was a sense of 
knowing on some level that something would be coming. Um, I don't think she knew exactly what or how, but I think that she knew that it was not far off. Um, she had been struggling with health problems for a while, and I think she knew that her body probably couldn't handle another major thing. And what happened, I know she did not know probably what was going to happen. She ended up falling and breaking her hip and her femur in her body though she made it through surgery, was not strong enough to stabilize and come out of it. And I really feel that she, um, she was preparing for something major happening because she knew that her body probably would not withstand anything serious. And, um, though I miss her very, very much, um, I thank her for the gift that she gave us of of planning that because it's such a load off of the family to not have to question anything, <laughs> what they would like, um, what they want to wear, what they want people to have. I mean, every detail she took care of. And I think that just, you know, that was a gift she wanted to give us and it was an amazing gift. So that was definitely a help. But of course, just the emotions and the struggle of everything. There's still a lot to do even when everything's written out. And um, my father-in-law and her have been married many, many years. And they were quite the team. And um, so it's been emotionally hard for him too. And... Um, we just keep lifting him up and I would appreciate anybody's prayers to keep him lifted up and, and, um, he, when we actually, when we got the news, we had to, of course, make a trip home and that's, we live in Texas and that's Michigan and that is quite a drive. <laughs> and so, um, we took off and we had an ice storm on the way there. So that was a little nerve wracking, but we did make it safely. And then we, you know, we were able to, um, come together as a family and, um, you know, it, fr fr part of the friends and family that we hadn't seen in many years and, um, to honor her in the way that she deserved and, share priceless memories and make new ones. And so that was definitely a gift. I was also able to have spent an early holiday with my family, with my own children and my grandchildren. And that would not have happened had it not been for this. Um, we were able to actually even do a um, cookie baking session <laughs> with my kids and grandkids and that was something that we always do when I am there at the holidays but or they're here um, but that does not happen every year and so that was a blessing to be able to to experience with them this year that was unexpected and um, they did not know I was coming my grandkids so 
they were very pleasantly surprised. Um, I always send them a a cookie uh, and goodie box <laughs> from here. I always mail them one, and they knew that one was getting mailed. So instead, I ended up at their door and had them they closed their eyes and I said, cookie delivery. <laughs> and then they turned around and there I was delivering it. So that was an amazing blessing. And those are priceless memories. And so um, those are the good things that came from the tragedy. And then we had to unfortunately turn around after um, the funeral, you know, and head back home because there was an impending storm coming again and the weather was not good the whole time we were there and we definitely did not want to go home in an ice storm so um, we've done that before and so we did make it home just before the storm and surprisingly we even had a storm ready to hit in Texas um, and it did <laughs> after right after we got home and um so we're just thankful that we made it and that we had a warm home to come home to um even though on the day that we left uh, I was hit <laughs> with a major virus um and I know as I said when your physical is down, you know, when your mental is down, your emotions are down. Um, being in the natural wellness industry for 30 plus years, I know how that definitely affects your immunity and your physical well-being. And I was, had no sleep the whole time I was there, basically. So it really whomped me upside the head. Um, right before we left and it was not a pleasant car ride <laughs> to say the least um and my husband ended up having to drive the whole way by himself so um that probably wasn't fun and we all ended up getting sick um when we got home and so our Christmas was spent quietly uh not feeling well but reflectively and it was still okay you know we didn't have, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to finish decorating before I left. I didn't have a chance to shop and do the normal Christmas fun and, you know, presents. Even though I have not gone super crazy the last few years, we usually go somewhere um, and have, or have an adventure and then just have a few things under the tree. But we had even less this year and um, our adventure wasn't the most pleasant, but um, it was okay. You know, we were still together. We still had, like I said, a roof over our head, food to nourish our bodies. And we were able to recover together and support each other. And um, unfortunately, <laughs> after we left, my father-in-law was hit as well. as, in, in fact, pretty much the whole family. And he ended up in the hospital for a few days, which was a little more stressful um and on my part because I wasn't there and and you can support over the phone you know only so much <laughs> it's not the same as being there and so that was a little bit um helpless of a helpless feeling for me 
Um, but luckily we got through that and he is home and he's doing better and we're all on the mend. So, um, I just, you know, choose to be thankful for the, the good parts and, um, am thankful for the fact that we did get to honor my mother-in-law in the way that she deserved and to connect with extended family and friends that we hadn't seen in many, many years. Um, so, you know, there's good in everything. And throughout the year, I've had so much to celebrate. So, um, you know, I can't complain. Um, and, and she's in a place where <laughs> it can't get any better. And so we know that we're going to see her one day there. And she wrote us each a letter. And at the end of it, that's how she ended it, was that one day we will all be reunited. And what a day that will be. You know, what a what a amazing celebration that's going to be. And that's what I cling to. Um, to be able to see her and my mom and my sister and all my loved ones. You know, what a wonderful day that will be when we're all in heaven together and, and there will be no more sickness and no more sadness and and no more worry. I mean, how much better can you get than that? <laughs> you know, and I know that we miss her here um, out of our, you know, love for her and, and I guess our selfishness may be a little bit to want her back, but we don't want her back. We don't want her back here in pain and, and in the health that she was in. We, we would never want to take her away from where she is in paradise, but, um, we do miss her. And as long as we keep her in our heart and, and in our spirits, she will, she's always with us. So I, again, I'm just focusing on, those beautiful memories and on the good things that happened this year. Um, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Welcome back. Now let's dive back in and talk about, you know, the things that I have to celebrate this year, more things that I have to celebrate. Um, it's been a very blessed year. I have been able to grow so much more in my faith. I have expanded my coaching business by partnering with an amazing community that allows me to continue to grow um, with Christ-centered resources and to add to those Christ-centered resources and to collaborate in the community with others that help each other grow and to bring other people into the community to help them grow and expand the kingdom um, and to create uh, income doing that um, and help them to do the same. Um, I've started my podcast. I have been a guest on other people's podcasts. I have been asked to co-author a book. I have laid the framework to write um, my own devotional. Um, I do eventually want to write a book um, about my life and who knows, maybe some other things that are more um, centralized, specialized, but that's, you know, where I'm going to let God lead me. 
Um, I have been able to travel and spend precious time with family and friends, old and new. I was able to participate in the launch of this community, the official launch, um, that has been life-changing and earth-shaking, and God's hand is so upon it. I am so excited to see what is in store um, for this. I've been able to add this um, as part of my my one-on-one -on -one coaching as a supplement or as a replacement for some people who can't afford one-on-one -on -one coaching because let's afford let's just admit that it's a lot more expensive for one-on-one -on -one coaching and this community has um <laughs> a gamut of coaches in it and it is so much more affordable and it has all the resources that um I would provide as a personal coach, um, but in a group setting. And, and so it's amazing. It's an amazing thing to be able to have that as an alternative or a supplement to my own clients. Um, I have been able to become a double certified biblical radiant leader in that community. And I am now eligible to take the next step to uh, get certified to certify others as biblical radiant leaders, which is an amazing thing. Um, I have hosted international calls. I have uh, coached and taught courses, more courses this year than I have before. Um, I have um, also come into the home stretch of my homeschooling journey which I have to admit is bittersweet. <laughs> I am preparing to graduate my oldest, oldest of the two sons that are at home. And, you know, my other one will be after that. Um, I am happy, <laughs> but sad at the same time because we've had an amazing journey um, we, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Um, and I know that, um, we will continue many of the things that we've done anyway, because we do it even just for fun. <laughs> like, you know, we read together at night or do, um, an audio book together or just Bible study discussions. I, I know that all those things that are special, um, nature walks that we've done over these years, you know, we will continue to do and that will continue to be precious memories and new memories, um, even without the requirement <laughs> of the school day. So I look forward to that. We are also in this new year going to be embarking on a new chapter in life in a new home. Um, after living in the current one for 14 years. So that's exciting. Uh, it's exciting and somewhat overwhelming at the same time. <laughs> but I am super excited to see um, what God has in store. And I'm resting in, in that, you know, that I know that he works everything for our good. Um, my goals also include to just continue to fully surrender to God's plan and to be obedient um, in whatever it is that he wants me to do. I know that he has pointed out for me to to rest as well in um, 
and not put so much pressure on myself to get things done, to just take one step at a time and, and to, um, also be present, you know, in everything that I do with my family, with my business, um, with him in my rest time, in my quiet time. Um, I want to, of course, <laughs> get back into taking my health back, our whole, my whole family's health back, um, with this setback. We really are never sick. So, um, this has been like, um, a setback <laughs> to um, not get, you know, be in our routine, but to also um, get more serious, I guess, about, you know, staying in our routine and to steward our health to the best that it can be where we have slacked in some areas. I am determined to continue to use the gifts that God has given me to make a difference in the kingdom and for the kingdom. And I'm, I'm confident in my ability to do so. Um, I'm confident in the gifts that he has given me and the authority that he has given me. So I will walk in that purpose um, with my eyes and my heart wide open in 2023. And I will unapologetically stand in the authority that God created me to be and no longer allow others' issues to hold me back. Um, I will, you know, be better about setting boundaries and not taking on others' um, issues <laughs> as a coach and as a person who always wants to help people. Sometimes we can, you know, uh, take on other people's issues on ourselves, and we have to learn to keep that separate where we shepherd and guide them, but we don't take the responsibility or the, or their issue on ourselves. Um, only God can fix that. And we just have to give them the tools and leave the rest to God. Um, it's kind of like the movie War Room. You fight in the spirit and you can give them the tools and be the example and be the shepherd, but um, they can only accept the gift themselves and they can only make the changes themselves. And when they don't do the work, um, you can't take that on yourself. And so that's part of the thing I love about the community that I have because, you know, when you're giving constantly as a coach and a mentor, um, you have to be fed too. <laughs> and you have to be reminded um, of that and, you know, be supported and prayed for by other people, you know, in your tribe and so that is the amazing thing about community because um, I, you know, have learned as I've gotten older that you cannot do it on your own. You know, God is number one, <laughs> but we are meant to be in community and we are meant to have support of other like-minded um, people. And so... That is one thing that I am learning more and more is to lean on that and to ask for 
you know, prayer when you need it or say, hey, I need to be fed today or I need to be lifted today. You know, that is the beauty of the church. We are the church. You know, it's not uh, a building. You don't go to a building and worship and um, that's it. (laughs) We are the church. We are to go out into the mission field and we are to uplift each other and um, help each other through life every day. And so that's an amazing gift. And so I, I stand in awe of God and what he's doing in and through me. And I'm so grateful for the incredible experiences in the circle of women that I have been blessed to be associated with and collaborate with and to call my family and my sisters. Um, I just don't know how to thank God. (laughs) Um, I am in awe every day. So let me know what your goals for the year are. Um, What are you standing in? What are you celebrating? What have you learned? You know, even through our sorrows and our struggles, uh, they're all learning experiences. So, you know, I am just here to um, step into whatever God has for me. I will continue to accelerate my mission to grow to help to grow and help others grow and to make radical kingdom impact because, you know, I'm committing to be a disruptor for the kingdom this year, um, to be more like Jesus because he wasn't, he the ultimate disruptor. Um, I watched the last episode, episode five of the children chosen last night. And, um, it was actually on Sunday, but of course the Packers game was on. And so, you know, my husband had to watch that because, (laughs) We are kind of, well, we've, I've always been Packers fans, but, um, in our family, but, uh, when I married my husband, um, his cousin actually paid for, played for the Packers in the fifties and sixties. So, you know, it's kind of like sacrilegious maybe (laughs) to not be a Packers fan in his, in, in his eyes. And my son was at the game, and it was Aaron Rodgers. If anybody's a Packers fan, it was his last home game. So that was kind of cool that my son got to be there. And and um, even though they lost, you know, uh, it was it was just something that uh, we did. <laughs> so I ended up catching up on the chosen number five episode last night with the family, and um, I just have to say, wow, (laughs) you know, um, Jesus was the ultimate disruptor and the boldness and the courageousness that he had to fulfill his purpose, you know, um, is just makes me stand in awe and, and the power and the humility and this, this, um, series has just brought him to a more human sense to me than any other one I've seen though the closest one that I can say was the passion of the Christ that was before the chosen that was my like wow moment of Jesus Um, and I still love the depiction of him in that but it didn't get into the everyday life and the relationships that he had 
as much. It was more, you know, that the actual struggle of the, the end. And, um, the chosen really gets into the relationships and the friendships and the humanity of Jesus. And even though we don't know every detail and that they have, you know, um, they have expanded the view in, in what could have happened. We, we know that it's not, every detail is not in the Bible, but they've taken the context of the Bible and expanded on that into what it it was probably, it could have been like. And to me, it's beautiful the way they're doing it. And I, last night's episode was where, the woman that had been bleeding for 12 years, you know, had the faith to just want to touch the, the hem of his robe because she knew, she knew that he'd be, she would be healed. And she had the faith of that. And um, then Jairus, his, the story of Jairus where his daughter had, um, was dying and um, he just wanted Jesus to come heal her because he knew that he could. He knew that he would. And um, his faith made Jesus go. And when they got there, she had died. But he brought her back. And, you know, then just told the few in the room not to, not to say anything to anybody because it wasn't time yet. But he had also, in the episode, revealed himself as the Messiah to the people in his hometown. And he talked about the scripture where, you know, prophets are never accepted in their hometown. And it was just a really powerful episode. And it just reiterated to me (laughs) how important it is to be bold to be bold for, for him. Um, everything that he did for us, how could we not? (laughs) And, you know, he is so good. He is so, so good. And he always is working behind the scenes for us in, in everything. That's how much he loved us. He gave up his life for us. He suffered and died for us so that we could have the glory of being with him and in his presence and in the presence of God and, and having divine authority. And how can we not step into that after everything that he's done? So my new year is going to be filled with continuing to walk in surrender and obedience and expectancy and boldness and faith to have that kind of faith where you know I know that he can do anything and I know that he is at work for my good and I know that I am going to reap the harvest of the seed sown because of his divine authority that he has given me and because of my obedience. So what are your words? What is your words that you're going to be following this year to make this 
the year of harvest. Um, 2023, when added, is seven. Um, seven is a very significant number in the Bible. Um, it is a number that I love and use all the time. Um, I It always comes up. Uh, so, you know, this is the year of harvest. I am claiming that. Um, so what is yours? What is your, what are you claiming this year? What words are you claiming this year? What are you claiming that you're going to step out in boldness and do for the Lord and step into your authority? I would love to hear it what that is. Um, you can drop it in the comments. You can send me a DM. Of course, all of my links are in the description. Um, reach out to me. I would love to hear. And if you need help um, and support in that, I have several resources that I can offer for you. Um, I can just tell you that I cannot is counting on you to do your part in the kingdom and that there is room for all of us. There's plenty of room for you at the table. So come to the table, seek him, lead, link arms with others that are on the same mission and that are in alignment with the kingdom vision and mission to expand the kingdom and then get ready for the next level. I just want to leave you with two things. <laughs> First of all, in Mark 2, if you don't know the story of the paralyzed man that was healed by Jesus because of the faith of his friends, go look that up. And that is why your circle matters. And the second thing I'd like to leave you with is a quote that I found that was actually shared um, by a friend, but it was, it's so true. Um, I'm not sure where she found it and who the original uh, per quote came from, but um, I would like to read it to you. It says, when you know that God has pursued you in such a special way through Jesus Christ, you don't have to spend your days hoping that other people will finally see you worth. What Jesus gives you is more than enough and his pursuit of you is where you will find your value. Thank you so much, friend, for listening in. I pray that you were encouraged, challenged, and blessed. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss an episode. One of the ways that you can help me is by leaving the podcast a review. So if you have a minute, I would love your feedback. Thank you again. You are amazing. Remember, you are a daughter of the King. Believe God is who he says he is and receive his unconditional love, and walk in the purpose that he has for you. Until next time.